Welcome to Rise Up For You, a unique podcast dedicated to uplifting women in their day-to-day life, but open to all to enjoy and share. My name is Natalina, the founder of Rise Up For You. Through interviews with various experts and professionals on relationships, investing, self-worth, entrepreneurship, love, and health, this podcast is committed to empowering and spreading knowledge and motivation to all. Rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow. Hello everyone, happy Monday. This is Natalina, the founder of Rise Up For You and your host for this podcast. I hope you had a great weekend and enjoyed the weather wherever it is that you are. Um, Today we have a great episode. We're going to be speaking with Jonathan Troen, and he's going to be talking with us about how to reignite your why, and more importantly, how to use your fears to find all of the answers that you need. I know that some of you guys might be stuck in what you're doing in life, or you've lost the purpose of what you're doing, you don't know why you're doing it anymore, and we're really going to dive into what that means today, and how we can reignite our purpose behind our job, our message, and everything that we're putting out into the world. And it's really, really important that whatever you're doing on a day-to-day basis, that you feel great about what you're doing and that you're not just going through the movements. So today, Jonathan Troem, this is episode number 53, he's going to dive into that with us. So Jonathan began his journey towards teaching and coaching happiness several years ago after a successful career in the media and entertainment business. He actually started his professional life as a radio producer, producing the number one rated morning show at WBCN Boston. Then he launched one of the country's first internet live music entertainment sites, LA Live, which I'm sure the majority of you guys are familiar with, which offered online viewers live concerts and interviews featuring the likes of Madonna, Foo Fighters, The Ramones, Backstreet Boys, Metallica, Ozzy Osbourne, and hundreds of others. LA Live soon became the number third music site on the internet. Jonathan quickly became a featured speaker at many entertainment and emerging media conferences and has been interviewed on various radio and television shows about his work. Today, however, Jonathan Truen is the co-founder of Austin Yoga Tree and he also serves on the board of directors for Mindful Valley in Los Angeles. His mission is to assist people in finding the joy inside of themselves. Rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Jonathan, um, again, I'm so honored to have you here on the show. I always like to start off by letting the audience get to know our guest. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Well, when people ask me what I do, I like to say I help people find the joy that's inside of themselves. I love that. And how did you how did you go about doing that? Well, I guess what was your how did you get into this field? I know you first started your career in entertainment. So what was your journey behind all of this? Well, I did. I spent about twenty years in the entertainment business in the music world, and then I was producing television. And you know, by the end of my time producing television, I didn't know it was the end. But but during the last few years, I just didn't like what I was doing anymore. And it doesn't mean TV's bad. There are great shows out there. But the shows that I happen to be producing just weren't filling me up. They weren't feeding my spirit, my soul. In fact, they were tearing away from it. They were the kind of shows that were kind of making fun of people. And and there seemed to be a lot of, of for me, what were negative aspects. And 
honestly, I didn't know what I was going to do because I, I had a story. Well, this is all I know how to do. I spent 20 years in the entertainment business in one way or another. What else would I ever do? So I just quit one day. I just stopped producing. And I spent a year trying to figure out what I might do. And I experimented or, or researched different things. Uh, I wanted to help people, right? Like many of us. So, you know, I checked out Chinese medicine, Veda medicine. Um, in the end, and, and, and this is, it, let me take you back a little bit. In, in the midst of, of this entertainment career, I, I had had a surgery and kind of a surgery which had complications and difficulties. And after a year of physical therapy and the insurance ran out, the doctor said, well, we're done with you. We can't help you anymore. Go try yoga. And at the time, yoga just seemed like a weird, crazy thing to me. I'll be honest with you. Like, why would I ever do something like that? But I really wanted to move my arm again and, and, and get more movement back in, in my shoulder, which I, I didn't have. I had lost from the surgery. So I tried this crazy thing called yoga. And that began to open up a, a, a new window for me, a new, a new way that one could possibly live. So then moving back to this time, okay, I still continue with the entertainment business and I'm not liking it and then I quit it. And someone says, why don't you just go teach yoga? You're already kind of doing that. You know, you're, you're, we come to you with our problems and you help us solve them. So I, I first started teaching yoga. I said, wow, that sounds like an interesting idea. Right? Often the, the ideas that make the most sense that, that, are, that are closest to you, you don't see them because they're too close to you. So someone else pointed it out to me. I said, that sounds like a good idea. I started doing that. And then that opened my brain up to the, this whole idea of, of life coaching, of coaching others. First of all, that it's possible to live a joyous life. I didn't even know that before. I'm not sure I knew what that was. I'm not sure I, I, I didn't know I knew what it wasn't if that makes sense. Um, but then I, I, I learned a lot about through, through this whole idea of coaching and, and, and I, I took coaching classes and, and I had a coach and I learned about this thing called values, which seems like a basic thing. You know, everyone has values, family values. But somewhere along the line, I didn't know this till much later, is I had lost my values I remember the very first time I, I decided I, I wanted to be at the beginning in radio. And I remember clearly, I was in junior high. I was not the most popular kid in school. And I, I was having a bad day. I went home. I turned on the radio. And the DJ said something. He played a song. And all of a sudden, I had a smile on my face. And I said, that's what I want to do with my life. I want to put a smile on people's faces. So I did radio for many years, and then that evolved in, 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 into an internet company. That evolved into producing television shows. But I forgot about that initial value. I started going up the, this, this quote-unquote career ladder of producer, supervising producer, et cetera, et cetera. But I forgot the why of why I was doing it. And now what I do I'm back to my original values with yoga, with life coaching. I also have an organic snack company. I'm back to that initial value of putting a smile on people's faces or what I use now, which I said at the beginning, I help people find the joy that's inside of themselves. I, I love that you uh, kind of shared your journey from when you were a child and the initial reason why you got into, you know, the entertainment industry, because 
I think you're spot on when you say that, uh, you know, you forgot your why. And I think that that's something that the majority struggle with on a daily basis is they initially get into a career or something that they love because they're passionate and they have a why. And throughout time, that seems to diffuse and it seems to kind of go on to the back end. And then people, like you said, they become bitter and they start to resent what it is that they're doing. Um, I also come from the entertainment industry. I work with a lot of performers. That's my first thing that I started. And um, I still see that, that they forgot their why. You know, why, why are you on stage? What was the initial reason that you got here? So what would you suggest to keep that passion and to not let it get tainted, you know, by others or years of being in the career? Well, first of all, remembering it. You have to remember your why. It's easy, it's easy for, to forget. You have to know what your purpose in life is. So, so I work with people and and I help give them their life purpose. So I have one. I I help people find the joy that's already inside of themselves. Um, I have another one that I use. I am the good spirit who radiates love. So now when I wake up in the morning, I I I go to those those phrases. I say them all day long, to be honest with you. But I, I do it before I go to bed at night. I do it when I wake up in the morning. I've been doing it for years. And therefore, I know how to lead my life. If I have a decision I need to make, well, should I do that? Should I not do that? There's this offer on the table. There's that. What should I do? All I have to do is, is it, all I have to do is run it through those filters. Hey, good spirit. Good spirit who radiates love. Is, is, is this a good thing? Is, is this a bad thing? I check in, good spirit. This a part of a part of, of my. He's one of my personas. I, I I call it. We all have different personas in us, different people, and some have a negative energy, and some have a positive energy, and we all have multiple negative ones and multiple positive ones. So I connect with this this being, this person, this energy. I call the good spirit, and that's just what I named mine. Yours is named something different. Everyone I work with has, has a different name for theirs. So, so it doesn't mean that's yours. But I have this life purpose of I am the good spirit who radiates love. So I can check. Is what I'm doing according to that, good, according to that life purpose? And when I feel disconnected, when, when I feel fear, when I feel pain, all I have to do to begin to switch it around is, is remember that life purpose. Remember the why behind it. And yes... We need remembering, we need repeating every day because otherwise we start working for the other people's why. Ah, good point. Absolutely. So Jonathan, I hope you don't mind if we can reverse engineer this path a little bit because I think it might be very interesting to hear. Um, you know, as you were in the entertainment career and industry, what started to happen that you started to feel these feelings of no longer being here? I know you said that you started, you know, to be a part of shows that no longer fit kind of within your life or within your mission. But how did you get to that point? Do you think that you were making decisions, you know, for other people? Were you making decisions because maybe you needed the finances at the time? How do you think you got to that point? I was afraid. That, that, that's the biggest part. And, and I'll go into more specific about your question, but, but I was afraid to do what I wanted to do, to seek out the things I wanted to do for fear that someone might say no, for fear that someone might not like me. So when someone offered me a job, 
I took it. Yes, it paid my bills. How was I going to pay pay my rent? So someone offered me a job, and and I did that job. And they apparently liked what I was doing, so they would call me again, and and I liked the person, and I'm like, okay, sure, I'll I'll, I'll do another show. So yeah, so it was to pay the bills. It, it, it was it was the easy way out too because it was easy to say yes to someone who was calling me. What I didn't at the time have the courage to do was to seek out my own plans, my own goals, to say, no, this is the show I want to do, whether it be my, my, uh, a show that I create or, or a great show that's out there and, and knock on that door and say, I'm your guy or this is my idea and, I, and this is going to be amazing and I want you to do it. I didn't have the courage to do that. And, and I, got, I did it a few times and got a few no's and then I ran away from it. I got scared. But you have to remember the stories, um, you know, like, like, uh, you know, Rocky and Sylvester Stallone. He spent eight years getting notes for that movie. Eight years. But he believed in himself. And he kept going. And he knew it would be an amazing movie when it was made. And then it was an amazing movie with, with, with sequels and sequels. And they just had another one. Uh, I forget whether it was last year or the year before. And, you know, even Star Wars, right? Everyone said no to Star Wars at the beginning. Everybody said no. But George Lucas had the confidence and courage in himself to make sure that that movie happened. And, I, you know, I could go on for hours about these different things. Edison and the light bulb, right? He tried that light bulb hundreds and hundreds of times. It didn't work. And everyone said, why, why are you doing something that, that you keep failing at? He said, I didn't fail at anything. He said, I figured out a new way that this light bulb won't work. Now I'm <laughs> going to go on to another way. So what I had to learn was that my answers are inside of me. The confidence is inside of me. I was waiting for someone else to tell me, hey, Jonathan, you're doing a good job. Mm. When ultimately I had to know that for myself. I had to tell myself I was doing a good job, which I was and I am. But I didn't know that at the beginning. So I had to learn that my answers are inside of me. I had to, to relearn what my life purpose was. And I had to rebuild my own self-confidence and understand that that, that self-confidence, that self-love does not come from other people. It only comes from within. And of course, once I had it, now I can do anything. Because people want to be with me. People want to work with me. Because who doesn't want to work with, with someone who's confident and, and, and has fun in life? Right. Absolutely. So you, so what do you think was the main, you know, contributing factor to your success? Because I would consider you very successful. You're doing what you love and you're impacting people and, and you're happy with your passion and your why. I, I faced my fears head on. That, that, that's certainly the, the biggest thing. It, it was, it was sometime, I don't know, maybe 15 or so years ago now, maybe a little more that, I discovered everybody was afraid. I really had no idea that others were afraid. I thought I was the only one who was afraid and I was the only one who, who was talking to themselves with all these stories inside of their head. I really thought I, I was just crazy. It was just me. And then I think I read it somewhere. I, I don't even remember where I read it, but I think I read somewhere that everyone else is afraid too. And when I found out everyone else was afraid, and then I kind of checked it out and I walk into the room, I look at, at the room, I go, oh, you know, once I started looking outside of me, going, oh, huh, maybe some of those other people are afraid. And that gave me more, more courage and confidence to, to even just speak to them. 
And then I got more comfortable doing things I, I was afraid of. I, I tell people that that company, I say, do something scary every day, every day. Tony Robbins says this. He said, he said, says the quality of your life is based on your relationship with uncertainty. Mm. Because let's be honest, life is uncertain. So, so I, I use that a lot. I steal it from him. I don't think he minds. <laughs> and when we can become okay with uncertainty, no, I don't know what's going to happen. I have no idea what's going to happen. No idea. Most of us want to know what's going to happen before we do it. And since we don't know, therefore we never do it. Because right. I can't tell you something's going to work or not going to work until you do it and see the results. But if you do it, there's a chance it can work. So face your fears. You're afraid of something. You're, all your answers are in your fear. All your answers are in your fear. If you're afraid of something, it means that's probably the thing you ought to be doing. I was talking to someone yesterday. He's moving to Costa Rica. And he said, I've been afraid of the ocean. So I'm moving to, I'm moving to Costa Rica to the ocean so I can get right into my fear. Gave me goosebumps when he said it because because he's so right. He's got to get right in the middle of his fear. All the answers are in there. And once you get to the other side of that, there's only beauty on the other side of fear. Wow. Jonathan, I love I love everything that you're saying thus far. I'd love to jump into our power section if that's okay. Sure. I'd love to know what is one book that you've read that has made a massive impact on your life that you would recommend to us? One book. Wow. Can I say three? I have three Bibles. You you get three, yes. <laughs> I consider them Bibles, right? Because you read the Bible every year. If, if you are those who read the Bible, right? They read it over and over. So I have three Bibles. One, one is Eckhart Tolle's A New Earth, which, which made me understand um, both an understanding of how my ego is acting and this pain body that we all have inside of us and, and how that pain body, there's an addiction to it. We're actually addicted to our pain. We want the pain. A part of us does hmm. and, and how to uh, um, understand and acknowledge that. And once you understand and acknowledge it, you can begin to change it. See, people try and change stuff too quickly. We have to acknowledge first and then we can make massive change. But if we don't acknowledge what it is, it's hard to make change. So, that, so that's one, Eckhart Tolle and New Earth. Um, another is, is The Four Agreements, Don Miguel Ruiz. I know that's on many people's list. Very powerful, The Four Agreements. And another that I, that I take with me every day is Peace is Every Step, Thich Nhat Hanh. Wow, and okay. It, one of the things he says, he talks about walking along the planet, walking along this earth as if your feet are kissing the earth. Most of us walk around in a hurry, even if, even if, if not uh, intentionally, we're kind of stamping our feet on the ground, running, racing. It says, take your steps as if you're kissing this earth. And it creates a different experience in your body, in your spirit. When, when, when you treat this earth, when you walk on it gently, because then you treat yourself gently and kindly. Wow. I'll, I'll have to check that last book out. I haven't heard of it yet. Amazing. It's an amazing book. It's not that long. I would say it's a quick, quick read. And if you read it, it, it is quick. But I could also say it's a, it's a very long read because some of the things you may want to ponder. But it's not a hard book at all. It, 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 it's, it's simple language. Very powerful book. Pieces every step. Okay. Thank you for sharing. And what's one thing that you've accomplished that you're proud of? At this point, I would say myself. And... and, and 
even I, I've been doing doing this for many years now, and I can probably say even three, four, five years ago, I wouldn't have said that. But I've accomplished transforming myself, and it's an amazing experience. I was not always the happiest person in the world. I was not always the kindest person in the world. Certainly not kind to myself. Mm. And. And I didn't try things. I, I, I was terrified. I, I, I was afraid. I looked at the negative. I wasn't filled with gratitude, even though I was thankful for things. But 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 I, I certainly didn't practice gratitude as, as a practice, and, and it is a practice now for me. I transformed myself. I, I enjoy life. Other people like me much better, but but that's just because I like myself much better. Um, I have an amazing relationship now with my wife, with, with my baby boy. These things are things that never would have been able to happen before. I thought I'd never have children. But that's because I didn't understand love in that, in, in that really important way, and especially that self-love in that important way. So the accomplishment I'm proud of right now really is myself. I could tell you it's my, it's my businesses, my organic snack company, Ohm Snacks. We, we have this amazing um, uh, yoga studio. We moved to Austin last year. We, we built this amazing community, Austin Yoga Tree. Where, where we have yoga, we do this kind of work with, with life coaching, we have retreats, um, you know, I continue to work one-on-one with people, and there have been many transformations in front of my eyes, very proud of all of those, but those only could happen because I transformed myself. I love your answer, um, I think that a lot of people contribute accomplishments to, like you said, materialistic things, or things that that uh, people can really define or see, but the fact that you said yourself and the self-worth that you've created is an incredible accomplishment. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, are there any routines that you have in your life that help you get a positive rise? So daily routine, a morning, something maybe you do weekly? Well, the, the, the life purpose, the why that we were talking about before, I, I am the good spirit who radiates love every day. When I'm stuck at a red light, I say it when, when a car cuts me off and I get that momentary, what the hell is this person getting in front of me for? <laughs> okay, wait, uh, good spirit, radiate love. How, how, how would you act in this situation? So I say that every day. Um, I, 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 have, I have notes on my mirror um, about how I want to be, how I want to act, the goals I want to have so that I don't forget the why that is behind them. Um, of course, my yoga practice or meditation, something that, that keeps me centered. It, it is hard, hard to make change um, from a negative state of mind. It, 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 it's in, in from this, the busyness of the mind. Many of our minds just keep going and going. It's very hard to make change from that space. So, so we have to find something that puts us into a calm place. It can be yoga. It can be meditation. It can be whatever it is for any person. It can be jogging. It can be painting. Um, it can be cooking, whatever it is, but, but there must be something. Um, and gratitude, too. We, we, it's much easier to come from a, a place of, of thankfulness in creating change than a place of negativity. Very hard to create change and create success for yourself from a negative place. But if you're thankful that you, you had a bed, a comfortable bed, and you woke up on this bed and these sheets and... You get out of bed and there's a floor that you're stepping on and, and, and you're actually covered by a roof and all, all these amazing things. You know, there's, maybe there's a tree outside that, that has leaves on it and there's beauty that surrounds you. Yeah, so, so life purpose, the why every day, 
gratitude every day. And then as much as I can remember when I'm afraid to step into it. I love that. And Jonathan, it's been such an honor to have you on the show. Is there anything we didn't get a chance to talk about that you want to say or share with us? We spoke about a lot. Um, I guess, I guess if I were just to add anything, it would simply be, be kind to yourself. So many of us beat ourselves up. I, I didn't do that right. That didn't go how I wanted it to do. And, and believe me, I make mistakes every day. I fail every single day of my life. I'm afraid every single day of my life. I just don't let the fear hold me back anymore. And when I make mistakes, I'm a little kinder to myself. My body changes as I age like everyone else's. And so many people will look at themselves in the mirror and and say negative things. Maybe they're, they're, there's too much flesh in this part of their body or there's a wrinkle where there wasn't a wrinkle before. We don't look the same. And I remember I looked in the mirror a couple weeks ago and there was a new wrinkle just by my ear. And I'm like, what the hell is that? That wasn't there a couple weeks ago. <laughs> and, and that was definitely my first reaction. And then I paused and go, oh, wait a minute. Let me be kind to that wrinkle. It, it didn't choose to be there either. What if I'm actually just kind and, and, and say hello? Welcome it to this, to this new community we're in together, this community that happens to me might be my body. So I guess I'd say be kind to yourself, be kind to your body, say nice things to your body. These feet, if you're walking, have brought you many steps throughout your life. So you can be pissed off at them because your knee's a little more tired than it used to be, or you can be kind to it and thank it for all the work it's done for you. Be kind to yourself when you make a mistake. You'll make mistakes every day. If you don't, you're just not learning, you're not growing. So acknowledge you made a mistake, and is there any learning to come from it? And be kind to yourself. When you do that, you'll find others are kinder to you and you're kinder to others. And it's a much more beautiful existence. Thank you so much, Jonathan. Again, thank you for joining us. How do we stay connected to you and how do we support you? Um, you can find me at, at Troen, T is in Tom, R-O-E-N.net. So it's my last name, Troen.net. And you can find out about me there. You can sign up for my email list there. You, you, there's a phone number on there. You can call me. Um, and feel free to reach out if, if anyone is looking for, for this kind of transformation. I, we have our center here in Austin, but I work uh, with people one-on-one -on -one all over the world. And that is my mission, to, to share this. Um, and I would love to, to speak with anyone who is up for this dream life. Wonderful. Thank you again. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It's been an honor to be here. There you have it. That was Jonathan Troen on truly loving yourself and being able to manifest the life you want through finding your inner self-worth. What an incredible story about being in the entertainment industry realizing that he was doing things that just weren't aligned with him anymore and deciding to make that choice to move on to something that makes him happy. Please share this episode. Make sure we get it out to as many people as possible so they can also be empowered to make that change. If you love what we're doing here at the Rise Up For You podcast, please head over to iTunes and be sure to rate and review our podcast. Give us some feedback and let us know how we are doing. Your feedback is incredibly important to us and it's the best way to help Rise Up For You and this podcast. Have a wonderful day. Rise Up For You. Be better today than yesterday and prepare for a greater tomorrow.